Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. And a lot of times with friendships, we don't talk enough about conflict resolution. I don't want to be opening up the news and hearing that a sister hurt a sister. There's a wider conversation to be had about human beings and our need to be onlookers and not protectors of people. Right. Everything about this whole situation hurts. Silence doesn't make you more liked. It allows you to lose more of yourself. Right. Hello and welcome to the Two My Sisters podcast. I'm Renee. And I'm Courtney. And we are your online sisters and hosts of the Two My Sisters podcast. Now we are all about promoting the wellness, growth and development of a community of sisters across the world. And in today's conversation, we are going to be talking about the darkest side of fake friendship. Um, we're about to get deep and unfortunately uh, this is based on um a a recent situation and crime which a lot of you have actually (laughs) sent crime crime specifically let's call it what it is um a lot of you have actually sent to my dms our dms um asking us to address the situation and we're going to be talking about the shanquilla robinson case i'm sorry if i'm not saying her name right um but unfortunately such a beautiful entrepreneurial Mm. just even if she wasn't all of those things just a woman was killed um, at the hands of somebody she called a best friend. Crazy. And I want us to dive deep, and the sisters wanted us to dive deep, dive deep into a conversation about discernment, picking your friends wisely, the importance of having good friends around you. And I thought we could actually take it a step further mm. and talk about this situation from three different angles, mm-hmm. which is because as much as people were sending it to me, and this is a long interest because this is a sensitive subject. If you are not familiar with the Shanquilla Robinson incident, please do go and Google it. It's all over the news. Arrests have been made. Um, and please get caught up on it because we need justice. Um, <laughs> we need justice. Yeah, but it's a very sad thing. And there is a video of the incident. So please watch with your own discretion. Mm-hmm. Viewer discretion is advised because it is quite traumatic. Mm. Um, but she was killed at the hands of her best friend. And the situation that um, is basically she went to Cabo. She went to Cabo. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Mexico. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She went to Cabo with her friends. And when she got to the hotel, you know, after telling her family, I'm going to to Cabo with my friends to celebrate her birthday, she was ambushed in her Mm. room and beaten to death. And according to um, the autopsy, she actually died about 15 minutes after her injury. So she was like, wow, she was beaten severely. Yeah. Um, But her friends actually told her parents that the reason why she was missing was because unfortunately she died from alcohol poisoning. But after the investigation, the police report, the autopsy, it revealed that she had such severe injuries that this couldn't have been due to alcohol mm. poisoning. So that's when the red bells kind of, the red flag started to appear. Right. And it was found through investigation that actually, you know, she was killed because there was video evidence. And the videos were captured by her friends who were present at her beating. So I wanted to take this from three different angles because mm-hmm, most of the mm-hmm. girls have been saying, you know, please, sisters, like address this from um, the, the standpoint of how important it is to have good friends around you. Right. 
But I think sometimes we put the onus on you should have picked better friends. Right. I, when right. actually sometimes you just don't see this coming. Absolutely. Or sometimes the rhetorics we we say around friendships, like, you know, loyalty or not forgiveness and all these things mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm, doesn't mm-hmm. allow you to really nip bad behavior in the bud. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. And so I wanted to take this from three angles and kind of speak to the three parties in this situation, which right. is, you know, unfortunately... Shanquella, who has passed because she had bad friends around her, whether known to her or not, probably not known to her. I wouldn't go on holiday with people I thought were bad. Right. <laughs> like, <laughs> right. Yeah, let's let's get to that root cause of the importance of having good friends around you. But also somebody killed her. Right. And the the viciousness of that heart talking to that person. Um, I believe her name is Dejane. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then the friends that actually recorded this incident and us being um silenced standbyers i guess um or bystanders right. of people's bad behavior so it's gonna be a deep conversation Dang. but before we get into it Ooh. it's a ding 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 dilemma Child, and this one is even raggedy i should have brought a cup of tea or something hella so. raggedy so hey sisters hey. i'm the eldest daughter in a single parent family mm-hmm. and i've always been someone who just faced their books and focused on studying I wasn't the type to go out and come home really late or get involved with boys, etc. Mm-hmm. However, my mom is eternally ungrateful and acts <laughs> like I'm a problematic daughter. <laughs> she has sabotaged so many milestones of my life to the point where I don't even know how to be joyous about my achievements anymore. And if something good happens, I'm suspicious because I'm so used to chaos. Mm. She gave me the silent treatment at my prom when I got my offer at uni, um, at a top uni, when I told her I graduated with the first class and to top it off, she didn't even come to my graduation her silent treatment lasts for months until i come back to her to apologize she'll also tell my brothers about how problematic i'm being so they started to have a negative view of me i just feel like the family scapegoat i celebrate my achievements alone or with friends but my family are constantly guilt tripping me to make me feel horrible about myself any tips damn first of all i'm so sorry that that's your experience i think it can be really difficult especially when it comes to navigating our relationships with our parents and i I think especially as women navigating that relationship with your mother and i think even just upon reflection upon the kind of um behavior that we uh advocate for onto my sisters Mm. we often think it's a case of you know just talk to her and have the conversations Mm. and sometimes transparent conversations are not enough to get the um, output that you want or um, the scenario that you're looking for so as much as we can also sit here and say you know go and have a chat to her and converse with her and stuff like that I think there's something important in recognizing that your mother comes from a different time Mm. probably a different culture your mother's also probably dealing with a lot of different things it seems that she's got you know some kind of like issues personal issues Mm. potentially even mental health issues that she might want to you know work on herself and it's not your responsibility right i think there's a difference between having those those um transparent conversations um and taking responsibility for issues that are not necessarily yours to deal with i think there is some um element of trying to find different ways to engage with your mother Mm. so if you know the headbutting conversations of like let's sit down and talk this out isn't working maybe it's a case of let me try this in a a more softer way insofar as you know trying to spend more time with your mother outside of the realms of any achievements that you've been having any kind of like um family um 
family uh, situations that you may be having, maybe doing things like spending more time and going to lunch potentially. I know it's kind of awkward and strange, but really trying to build that friendship with your mother outside of that mother daughter dynamic that you currently have could help with softening and really building up that friendship and setting the tone for you to be able to have those conversations Mm -hmm. with her. Um, And I think also continuing to build up that base of community that you have around you. So the fact that you mentioned that you celebrate with your friends is really, really great, really important. I love that for you. Um, So continue in that vein. I think also um, you haven't really mentioned much about your father. So I'm not really sure whether you have a dynamic with him, whether Mm -hmm. he's still present in the picture or, you know, whatever has happened. Um, But we're just going to go based off of the information that you have, you know, given us. Um, In terms of your other siblings as well, it's really important that you have a direct relationship with them and you're very intentional about engaging with them. I've seen it time and time again where it's like, whether intentionally or unintentionally, you may have, you know, parents that are contributing or facilitating greater um, feelings of just resentment amidst siblings. Mm. And it's really important that you overcome that by having direct, transparent conversations, at least with your siblings. Mm. And I think even in that sense, it's important because your siblings could advocate for you or yeah. potentially be involved insofar as engaging with your mother and actually trying to be the middle the middle person or like the go-between. Mm. I think there's also that dynamic you mentioned your brothers. So I, I can imagine that it must be really tough being an eldest, but also an eldest daughter. Um, so really having the conversations, at least with your brothers who are closer in age, potentially closer in culture, mm. um, potentially closer in environment. And really just saying like, look, bros, this is the situation. Uh, I'm not going to mince my my words around here. And I could actually do with your support in trying to build up this family. Yeah. Um, I think that would be really, really helpful in terms of having a multi-pronged approach to dealing with, with this relationship. Right. And then the last thing that I'll say, because I've really spoken at length, is <laughs> take your time with it. Mm-hmm. Take your time. Um, one thing that I've really been reflecting on in the past few weeks weeks is how important it is to give yourself time and space for healing Mm -hmm. and restoration, especially in relationships that are fundamental to your life, fundamental to your development and growth, because they're so rooted and they have been, um, rooted in this kind of like cyclical nature for so long, it will take considerable time to get the resolution that you want. Mm. And you also have to make peace with the fact that you may not get the resolution that you want exactly. So celebrating the small wins that you may have as you go on this journey of trying to, you know, bring your family together, trying to um, make some improvements in that family dynamic and not getting disheartened if when you're initially trying, things are not working Mm. out. It's it's about having that persistence, that hope, that faith, and really ensuring that you have a community of people in your friends, but also your siblings to really pour into you during this time Mm. as you really pursue this, um, this, this, agenda of family restoration so that's what i would say yeah i think what about you i think you're i agree with everything you said i think having a good relationship with your siblings built off of your own interactions with them is going to be very important um in order for your mum to not kind of tarnish your reputation as she's kind of doing and for them to get their own impression of you i don't know how young they are but they're probably very susceptible and impressionable to your mother's opinion Mm. and so just making sure that you are present with them and building a relationship with them which you know just for your own integrity and morality doesn't also taint her um too negatively Mm. will be important um but i do think that the, the core of this is just if you haven't already letting your mom know that you've identified a pattern and that this is how it makes you feel. So, you know, mom, I want you to be present at these celebrations. I want you to be a part of my life in this way. Um, and I've just noticed like 
when these times come, this is how you behave. And I wanted to know, if, is there something I've done to offend you? Is there something that makes you uncomfortable about these situations? What's going on, basically? And let her know that you've noticed it. You may not get a very upfront, honest answer, but at least she knows. And then the ball's in her court to try and repair it. I do think with our parents, we do have to embrace at some point that whether it's jealousy, disappointment, discomfort, um, anger, <sighs> lack of feeling like they're losing control, whatever it is that is kind of triggering this response out of her at some point, if they don't want to overcome it for the betterment of your relationship with them, like Renee said, you can't force it. You can't force that change. You mm. can't force a good relationship to come out of this. And it takes two, it takes two to tango. If your mother doesn't want to help prepare that after you've let her know, this is affecting me, this is affecting us then it may be an opportunity to just step back and also reset your expectations because I think if you know you you find yourself continuously being disappointed by this fact and obviously you're seeking resolution I think you may have to just it's sad but you may have to tinker with your expectations to say you know what maybe my friends are my family now Mm. or maybe you know these are the people that I celebrate things with and my parents or my mother specifically is not that person that I go to for a beacon of celebration. Mm. Um, And sometimes just having that knowledge of this is the person I go to for this and this is the person I do not go to for this helps you to at least temper your feelings of disappointment um, towards the situation if it ever were to arise, arise again. So yeah, I'm sorry, sis, this one doesn't, I mean, none of the Dilemma episodes ever have like a clear cut. Oh, here's a guarantee that everything will be okay. Um, But I do think that it has the potential to get better. It all depends on how responsive your mum wants to be. Mm. So yeah, I am so sorry that you're experiencing this because I know that it can be very painful when you want to celebrate things with people and they don't come through. Um, And even worse, they make you feel bad Mm -hmm, for mm -hmm, for celebrating. mm -hmm. Um, But don't worry. You have people around you who love you and who are championing you. Um, Invest in those relationships, love and be grateful for those relationships and spend more time around the the people who are celebrating you. I think there's that saying that says, go where you're celebrated, Mm. not tolerated. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Girl, stay where you're celebrated. 100%. We, uh, I mean, first class babe, graduates, congratulations. Top uni. Right. You did it you've done it right find some sisters who will take you to brunch pop some party poppers over your head um pour out a mimosa (laughs) or something and (laughs) and enjoy that (laughs) you know i'll never forget like when we finished our degrees yeah the trashing and Mm -hmm. the people being like not trashing in a bad way sorry trashing is like you've just finished your exams (laughs) and you walk out and people come and they throw stuff on you like shaving cream we got a whole bunch of carver bad way but when you describe it it sounds terrible no trashing sounds like people were gossiping about you like dogging your name behind your back but like no trashing like i mean it's bad it's It's annoying (laughs) it's annoying but it is not black friendly. i must say there we go but alas it is tradition but like just just go where you're celebrated and um us here at the sisterhood we celebrate you all right so girls in the comments please drop a little party pop or something and say congratulations on your graduation baby girl let our good sis feel celebrated um but we hope that this dilemma answer helped you in some way if you ever want to send us a dilemma yourself they are all kept anonymous and you can send it to dilemmas at com, and we will get through to it for sure at some point at some stage. Our attempts, um, <laughs> so <laughs> 
<laughs> I know some people are listening. Like I said, you were dilemma two years ago. <laughs> I'm still waiting. Mm. You see, the thing about that is, but all will be. Uh, we're trying. We're trying. We're we trying. are thinking of solutions to this. Oh, issue. there's some some solutions will come your way very oh, yeah. sooner than you think. But alas, into the main conversation. It is a heavy one. Mm-hmm. It is a deep one. Uh, it almost feels true crime-esque. But I think the reason why this conversation is so heavy is obviously it's a very tr- tragic incident right. to be talking about. But also, it's a sister, man. I, oh, man. It's a sister. And she was killed by her best friend. That's wild. That is so, so wild. Clunia <laughs> Listen, no, I'm not gonna lie. When we were, <laughs> when I was doing research into the episode, I said, "If Renee, if she ever." But you know what made it more insidious for me is just knowing this was definitely premeditated. Right, right. She was definitely lured to this right. this room mm-hmm, to this situation, mm-hmm. and she was ambushed. And the thing about an ambush, she looked like she had just. If you watch the video, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. like I said, viewer discretion is advised. She looks like she had just been. Um, she had just come out of the shower or out of the bathroom or she was getting ready or something. Mm-hmm. The girl was basically naked. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I have been beaten naked, <laughs> unfortunately. Um, no, I will tell my trauma. Um, I was maybe, maybe nine, maybe eight. And I don't know, I had done something to upset my mom. Betterhelp.com forward slash to my sister. Yeah, mm-hmm. and you know, my mom was the disciplinarian. And I was in the bathroom <laughs> having a bath, bucket bath specifically. And I've poured water on my body and, you know, I'm bathing my, in my business. Do you know how vulnerable you are in a bucket when bath. you're naked and wet? In a bucket bath as well, because it's like, at least with the shower, it's like... And we don't even have like a shower curtain, curtain or like no, a screen. Or, if someone uh, opens that door, you're exposed. Well, you're naked. You're, you're standing And the thing right is, you're, you're just there, like... Cold air's coming in and everything. And she came in and she just, just gave me a right pop. And I said, wow, this is what it means to be ambushed. <laughs> I learned a hard way. Sorry. I learned a hard way. And I just think to this situation, you know, that was my mom. She, she stopped, you know. Yeah. But imagine being ambushed and no, then a whole wild. bunch of people flood in and are recording you. And the only question they're asking you is, aren't you going to fight back? Why are you letting her beat me? There were so many. Do you know what? I think what everything about this whole situation hurts because it's the whole the way they ambushed her mm-hmm. the reason that they ambushed her as well which today is to me very still, very unclear because mm, i don't know i don't understand what warrants that kind of behavior yes. in any circumstance yes. yeah. or situation yeah. i don't know and sisters come and correct me if i'm wrong but when i was like watching and listening and just hearing more about the case i was like i don't know what warrants that kind of behavior yes. from people that you would consider friends. friends i don't know this is it and that's the obviously this is a ongoing case recent arrests have been made but it's very new um and so a lot of things are unfolding and unfortunately the only people who really know what went down are the people that were in that room right, one right. of which is dead so it's very much like we don't know the circumstances surrounding it. And even in this episode, we can't be like, oh, it's because she was jealous. Oh, it's because she did this. It was good. We can't. But what we can say is <laughs> when it comes to friendship, Man. what can warrant such a response? This is, the, this is the thing. I think one disclaimer or one thing that I want to straight, say straight off the bat, and I'm glad that you said it, even when you were talking about the, the context of mm. the, the case is 
we cannot allow this to become a victim blaming exercise. Exactly. We straight off the bat, it's always like a, and it makes me think of um, folks that are victims of other crimes, yeah. right? It's like, what did you do to provoke yeah. such a, a, a consequence? Yeah, or why were um, you associated with such people? Particular, exactly that. Or like, you know, couldn't you have seen the red flags before and yeah. stuff like that? Some of those flags stay hidden. And I think it's very important to ensure that in the pursuit of justice, mm -hmm. we don't try and force accountability onto the victims totally, right? Yeah. I think there's some elements in so far as, you know, thinking about friendship and mm. it's, I think it's provoked the wider conversation yes. of how can I choose friends and right. how can I, you know, discern the signs before something, not even before something like this happens, happens but yeah. before you find yourself in a situation that could have been prevented. Yeah. This particular incident, yeah. whilst it's provoking those conversations, it's important to divorce this and mm. say, whilst I can have the conversation around what makes a good friend and how to avoid people who don't have my best interests at heart, yeah. what we're not going to do is actually blame someone like Shanquella and say, well, she should have picked better. Exactly. That's not what we're going to do here. We can't. That's we not the we can't and that's not what we're going to do in the sisterhood and i think this is a perfect example of why we have conversations quite often about being the villain right because oftentimes we think with it with conversations about friendship it's mm -hmm, mm -hmm. how do i keep my enemies far and it's like but what stops you from becoming an enemy right if you don't know what seeds are in your heart what feelings can arise mm -hmm, what bad mm -hmm. habits you haven't dealt with um and so I, I think the first person that we should address and use kind of as an example to talk about wisdom in approaching friendship is, I think her name is Dejane. Some, I think it is. The perp. Um, the perp. <laughs> the perp. The perp, the killer. Let's That's call it what, what it did. is. The killer. Um, and so I think with this situation, it's hard to even probe questions, but like mm -hmm. what should a person be looking for in themselves mm -hmm so that they never get to this right, far. Right, right, right. So the first thing that I also want to address just in the sisterhood mm. is we are anti-violence. As much as we, we love to banter. We be shouting world star and as stuff. As love as we be no, bantering no, 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 no. and saying, you know, world star and sometimes uh, actions have consequences. Yeah. When it comes to violence, we are strongly anti-violence mm -hmm. against women, perpetrated by women. Mm -hmm. This is an anti-violence community. Yeah. If you have an issue with someone, the goal is always resolution and yeah. restoration. And if that's not possible, you burn the bridge and you keep there it moving. There we go. There should never be, for me, violence is like extra off the chart. Yes. There's like 10 of anger Violence is like, if you're able to commit a violent act, yeah. that is indicative of you have problems that yes. need to be sorted out ASAP. Yes. That's like the extremities. So in terms of like, you know, thinking about yourself and thinking like critically around how can I prevent myself in becoming a villain? Mm. The first is if you're at that extremity where when you're provoked, your first and natural response is violence. We have a problem. <laughs> Stop there. Because I know, you know, I've, come, I've encountered folk where it's yeah. like, it's actually scary to be in your presence, yeah. right? Where it's like, folks will be out here punching walls. Yeah. They'll be talking about, I get in frequent fights. Yeah. Like, if you're getting in frequent fights, physical fights, if your inclination is to reach for a bottle or something, right. or if you're all in the name of like defending your name, yeah. you have a problem yeah. and you actually need to not be around people yeah. for a while, genuinely speaking, because not only are you a danger to other people you're a danger to yourself facts and you could end up harming yourself like indirectly you could get in a fight and if you lose <laughs> you're getting your ass kicked you're getting whooped but also she's going to prison you go into jail there's consequences to that kind of behavior it's illegal for a reason because grievous bodily harm Ooh, is a crime come on somebody murder 
is a, a crime. crime. Whether it's manslaughter, whether it's premeditated, it's it is a criminal activity. And we do not condone criminal activity in this And I think, unfortunately, a lot of times the internet or even things like, you know, the cultures that we're brought up in, right. they trivialize it. Like the story I told about my mom, right? But at the same time, it's kind of like, that's an extreme place to go. Absolutely. My mom's not like that anymore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She is reformed <laughs> we will go through some thoughts somebody's like you should have called child we will go through stuff in that house There'll be childline pieces. Uh, <laughs> shut up <laughs> that's my mama but also like there's that place of we have normalized certain things so much that it's like hold on a minute why is that your go-to mm-hmm. response like oh if you if you insult me if you you know cross me wrong you've got the wrong one and i will throw hands at you i, I think some people will be like well yeah, that's how we do things. You know, that's how you defend your name. That's how you defend your honor. But we also need to get to the root of why do you feel like you have to defend yourself to such an extreme, right? And I think there is some sympathy you can have, not necessarily for this villain, but for people <laughs> who feel as though they must, def- this they have to defend themselves to that mm-hmm, extent. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Where it's like, do you feel like your words cannot be heard? Mm-hmm. Do you feel like you can't even process your own emotions enough that the only way you can express yourself defend yourself and protect yourself is to inflict such harm on the people around you. I think it shows such a lack of development in the other areas of conflict resolution. And a lot of times with friendships, we don't talk enough about conflict resolution. And if, if you piss me off as a friend, right, right? Even you, like if we, we rarely have like altercations or Wait, that altercation has made it sound serious. I know. We rarely have arguments <laughs> anyway. Um, but if you were to get on my nerves or something, I think because of where I've come along in my personal development journey, right. I know how to express myself. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I think as people who are glowing and growing and all of that, we also need to find ways to deal with conflict, discomfort and feelings of offense. Right. And sometimes that's not done. We just justify our behavior because we are purely fueled by emotion. And it's like, yeah, you are, but your emotional responses will have consequences. Mm -hmm, And so as people who are maturing and who are growing up and also have a custody and duty of care to the people who are in our lives, it is in our best interest to learn how to resolve conflict how to resolve feelings of discomfort Um, and a lot of us don't see that duty of care part we don't see the we don't have critical enough conversations about if we were to be in a situation Mm -hmm, altercation mm -hmm, mm -hmm. how would you like to be treated Mm -hmm. how would I like to be treated what are your boundaries around this as well but also what are my struggles right 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 and there's an element in there around personal philosophy and your belief systems as well right insofar as like why do you think that it is appropriate to solve conflict through destruction, mm. particularly bodily harm? That's really, really destructive. Like even when I think of the altercations that we have, even the whole going to the extreme of throwing hands, I don't think it has ever crossed my mind anybody, of like, I'm going to hit anybody Not anytime. even in a fantasy. There has been like times where I've been annoyed at people and it's like, oh yeah, I could throw a soccer punch or something like yeah. that. But in terms of the intention behind my behavior and my actions, if this is somebody that I hold dear to yeah. me and if this is somebody that I call a friend or a sister, there would never be a circumstance under which I would want to cause utter destruction. Because right. I think there's one thing around like, okay, cool, you've pissed me off and I've hit you and that was bad. But the repeated premeditated nature of this particular situation has me genuinely concerned. In fact, worried and just 
alarmed. Yeah, you definitely need to go to jail because you have gone to a place of utter destruction right. of this person. You have gone to a place of no return. Right. And unfortunately, it's actually resulted in the death of your friend right. or your alleged friend. And right. it's like, the fact that this wasn't even something that was considered, like, I don't know, I'm, I'm not in her mind or whatnot. Yeah, of course. That kind of stuff. I can't um, project, right. but it's just like, if I'm causing harm to this person and I can see that I'm actually getting the upper hand here mm. and I'm beating her within an inch of her life, yeah. surely there needs to be some kind of internal regulation that's like, yo, I got to cool off here yeah. before something happens. Yeah. And if that is missing, I think that's very indicative of not even just like a processing concern, but yeah. a, you have a mental health issue, issue. that we, might, we, we need to address. Like, address 100%. Quickly. And I think that's the thing. It's the internal regulation or the self-regulation where it's like, and I'm sure a lot of people will be like defending. And I can understand to an extent for a lot of people, especially when your main emotion that you feel to the core of you is rage, right. you will just blackout mm -hmm. you don't know what the heck is going on and i think in obviously we cannot pathologize and like diagnose anything but i think in this situation from what you could see mm -hmm. this mm -hmm. is a person who is not thinking in their right, right mind right. and so there is that level of self-awareness and self just sense just actual sense mm -hmm. and ability mm -hmm. to self-regulate where it's like surely in a situation you need to learn how to remove yourself from something before it gets too far but in this case it seems like she came with the intention for it to go too far you have to go to jail you actually have Facts. to go to jail because that's not even um this is evil i was about to say the word this evil. is evil <laughs> this is a bad character i was trying to this find a nice way to evil. say evil this is actually evil i can't even i can't sugarcoat it i can't say you know i can't do the whole um opening this community back to you with open arms and stuff like because you gotta go to jail um 100%. that was evil especially the premeditated yeah. nature of it and obviously there are certain degrees to which sometimes we cause premeditated harm right mm. and i will be first to put my hands up to say that you know sometimes in situations where it's like you're speaking to a friend and right. they've annoyed you and right. you're intentionally causing harm with right. the words that you use or there'll be times where like you're younger and you'll shove your sister or something mm. like that that's premeditated i'm trying to cause some harm inflict there some pain. inflict some pain <laughs> But the extent and the extremity to which this was wrought, that is actually evil. Yeah. That actually requires, you got to go to jail. Yeah. And I think that sometimes when we're thinking about just more broadly conversations around accountability, mm. restoration, mm. forgiveness, mm. just because we can forgive does not mean that you don't have to go to jail. You must sit with the consequences. What you did was evil. And I think you that there's- You must go to prison Right, you must go to prison specifically and you actually need to serve time, yeah. jail sentence. Specifically. Um, and I say this as a bigger metaphor for a, a bigger metaphor when we're thinking about forgiveness restoration yeah. and accountability yeah. in female communities but also more widely in society mm. right i think that this is a uh what's the word metaphor metaphor but metaphor is actually not the right word mm. it's more of like a um case study microcosmic mm. that's the oh, word okay. i was looking for Ooh, yeah <laughs> <laughs> I think this is microcosmic of the conversations yeah. we need to have at a zoomed out perspective yeah. on society around restoration, accountability, justice. Just because you are worthy of forgiveness does not mean that you eschew the consequences. Uh, you fact. do the crime, you gotta fact. do the time. the time. And what you did was evil and evil has consequences. There we and go. You have to sit with that. There we go. So whilst, you know, especially for us as Christians, there's the whole um, paradigm of forgiveness. Forgiveness yeah. is so central to the gospel. Yeah. We're also very much tasked with the importance of upholding justice and Come accountability. On. And also just thinking about the ramifications of the harm, right? The harm that was caused 
not only did it cause bodily injury to Shanquella, yeah. but her family. When you take, right, when you take somebody's oh. life, you're not just taking their life right there and then. You're taking away the their life from away them. from their families. Thinking about her mother, her siblings, thinking about her cousins, her other friends that she had back home. It's like the destruction that you wrought in that single moment or those moments of rage and anger will like reverberate over time and space because you couldn't get it together, together. or because you couldn't find a way to process your rage or your anger yeah. or because you thought that it was cool to to beat someone yeah. up or because that was just the initial way yeah. that you were going to deal with that situation yeah. and it's like i need people to really sit with uh, like actions have consequences we need to be more critical we need to sit down and this is why the glowing and growing journey isn't just about you know being pretty yeah. and doing the boss babe when we say working on your character we mean becoming a better person so that when you do integrate with society, these kind of things don't happen. We're yeah. building community so that we can hold these kind of people accountable. Yeah. We're building community so we can avoid these kind of situations yeah. from happening in the first yeah. place. We're building community because it's so important. It, like the damage that's been caused by this situation is so, so sad. Even beyond their family, it's like even the fact that we're talking about it, right? And the fact that we're so horrified by such an incident, it's like... It's so frustrating because it shouldn't have happened. It shouldn't have happened. It shouldn't. It, it's happened, but it shouldn't have happened. And it breaks my heart because I hate seeing women harmed. Exactly. Whether the perpetrator is a woman or not, it's like, yeah. I hate seeing harm come to yeah. women. And it's like, if there's anything else that we can be doing to prevent these kind of situations, whether it is um, building better communities, but more importantly, ensuring that we're better people, mm -hmm. which is what the glowing and growing journey is about, then we're going to do it. Facts. Because I don't want to be opening up the news and hearing that a sister hurt a sister. I don't want to be seeing on Facts. the news... Um, um, somebody's mother or somebody's father crying because their daughter has been harmed yeah and this is the thing you take you take all this life you take away this potential because you had this need to be avenged and it was by any means necessary um and it's sad it's sad to think a mother is mourning the loss of their child and Crazy. i can i can now begin as i get older anyway and it will probably get even deepened when I become a parent but like I can now understand why our parents were so protective about where are you going and who are you going with right right, right. because the people that we are trusting you with it's not about our lack of confidence in you it's people are crazy people out there are absolutely insane <laughs> and that's the thing like I don't want mm -mm -mm. as as a as a sisterhood we have to set a culture of some kind and that's what like the guide to sisterhood is all about that's what our conversations mm -hmm. are all about learning and setting personal boundaries personal um, morality personal vision statements but also setting a culture and a right. standard to which we uphold ourselves and what I'm realizing now is not everyone has the same mindsets surrounding friendship. Not everyone has the same mindset surrounding the way they treat other human beings. And it's important for us to catch those people who seem to be straying in the wrong direction mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and to have conversations which say, hey, 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 that's a problem, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. right? And so that brings me to the people who should have been having those conversations with her. I'm so glad that we got here because... <laughs> <laughs> and that's the onlookers and the bystanders mm -hmm, and the, mm -hmm. her so-called friends mm -hmm. who stood around and watched as she was being beaten so brutally that she died. Um, and you can hear, you know, voices, you know, aren't you going to fight back? And Somebody's standing there recording this video too. And so I think that there's a wider conversation to be had about human beings and our need to be onlookers 
and not protectors of people. Right. Um, that's the first thing. And the second thing of they were not just accessories to this crime. They were integral right. to this right, crime. Right, right, right. Absolutely. So we draw our attention to the onlookers. Oh, the onlookers. You know, there's a quote that goes, all it need, all evil needs to prevail is good people to do nothing. Yeah. And the, I, that was probably the thing that infuriated me the most mm-hmm. about this situation yeah. is the fact that this wasn't a crime that was committed um, in isolation. Yes. This wasn't something that was committed um, in a back alley. This was a, we're going on holiday as friends. And I've seen two friends, like literally tooth and neck together, yeah. right? Not even tooth and neck together. One is actually being extremely violent to the yeah. other. And it's not like they're, you know, folks were paralyzed with fear or unable to they actually- They knew intervene. she was coming to do they that. They knew she was coming to do this. They chose to record this. And instead of actually intervening before things got really messy and dark, you're out here talking about, aren't you going to fight they back? They used it as entertainment. Jail, jail, jail. And you in Each the back and recording every jail. One in fact, of you should you. probably Especially have the longest- you. In fa- you should Especially have the longest, you. You should actually have the longest um, jail sentence. There is just something so insidious about- um, more widely in culture and society yeah. there's just something so insidious about being an onlooker you're yeah. just you're having this voyeuristic um uh um uh what's the word you're having this uh you're just sitting back whilst yeah. this is occurring yeah. right before your eyes and not intervening and it's like again to me thinking about some of our friends and like the groups of friends that yeah. we have under no circumstance could I ever watch, say, a Courtney beating on a babe and not intervene. There's no circumstance. Facts. And just thinking about, you know, obviously we're here trying to build community mm. and we're thinking about the ethos that we, um, you know, have built this foundation right. on. What kind of culture do you have as friends yeah. to allow, first of all, your friends to fight in your right. presence, but fight to the point of death right that's the bit that really gets right. me because i think there's one thing around like okay this is not my business and not my place to intervene even though that wasn't the case here because you guys were all accessories yeah. but there's one thing of like i'm gonna step back and allow them to handle it but when harm is involved and when you can see or you are a participant in that harm that's being perpetrated yeah. you have a duty of care to ensure that people are actually okay right just right. baseline basic stuff of your friend is being beat Okay, we're not saying that you need to go and, you know, fight the babe that's beating her. No. Pulling the feds, very, very easy. Facts. Um, being able to separate the two, you had the numbers. They you were have the numbers. You, you cannot, get as much as that woman was really going in, you cannot tell me that the six or so of you oh, that were standing crazy. around watching could not take her on to be like, you know what? We might have come here to watch a fight, which obviously we don't agree with, but now you're taking it too far. She literally threw that girl's body onto the ground. You cannot tell me you guys thought you were watching Thanos fight people. Do you know what I mean? It's that's not between what it the, takes. Between the and six I think of what you. you've highlighted is two key issues, which is this stupid rhetoric of loyalty. Oh, when not only I think it's not just you know about being loyal. Loyalty is important. It's, an, it's a great virtue to have, but it's not just about being loyal to a fault in this situation. It's about being loyal to the wrong things. Right. If you are loyal, but you're allowing bad behavior to happen, you are not loyal. You are a criminal. <laughs> That's not loyalty. 
No, that's not loyalty. No, as as much as people are right, like, oh no, right. it's loyalty. I'll always have your back. I cannot have your back if you are destroying yourself. And as much as people make it sound as though, oh no, but she was just angry and she's taken, not in this specific situation, but oftentimes you see my friend is angry and I want them to get that emotion right, right, right. out. There has to be a clear black and white understanding, or even if it's a gray area, understanding of the fact that this actually isn't helping anybody. There we go. You there can go. blow off steam. If you want to blow off steam, punch that vase. But in this case, it was like, no, you have a specific outlet in mind and I'm going to support that. And you have to start being mindful of what you are supporting as a friend mm-hmm, through mm-hmm. your silence. Mm-hmm. Because as much as you may say, but I didn't, I wasn't the one who told them to do that. Or I wasn't the one who would, I wouldn't have had that approach. Okay, but you co-signed it with your silence. And a lot more of us have to start stepping out as, as much as it's like, but I don't want to ruffle any feathers. If you are going to be there to help your friends become better people, which is a huge part of why you are their friend you have to be willing to step up to them and be like you know what I can't condone this Mm -hmm, behavior mm -hmm. and also let me help you see your foolishness Mm -hmm. in this situation Mm -hmm. then that's what sisterhood is it's about having very blunt conversations that let people know I've got to call you out on your bs there's something we always say about female friendships which is no one can call you out like a woman can right another woman can and I think it's important for us a lot of us use that brutal honesty for disrespect Right, right but actually there's a place for us to use that brutal honesty for construction and for betterment this was an opportunity for that to be brought out and obviously her friends were both male and female but we're talking about in this uh, in the case of sisterhood right and the second flaw that it presents is our generation's love for drama and i really do blame reality tv for this issue a lot of times we sit there behind our tv screens on looking like beat her ass she can't talk to you like at the reunion you should throw hands go off pop off sis in real life (laughs) what you don't have is what they have on those sets there we go which is security (laughs) first first aid lawyers backing them and people who will adamantly for their covering their own asses tell them whilst you can scratch her baby you cannot go too far because then we'll have a lawsuit on our hands people who are watching reality tv which perpetrate these things and show these things as examples of conflict resolution you don't have that same protection behind you if somebody is truly crazy and they think that this because of the love of drama they can pop off on you or they can just be onlookers mm-hmm, in real mm-hmm, life mm-hmm. you don't have somebody who's coming to your rescue mm-hmm. the people coming to your rescue are the ones that are holding up cameras to record you because of that love for drama and because of this disassociation from the fact that this is real life this can't be rewinded this can't be you know a simple blooper real moment this has eternal consequence Absolutely. that girl's life is lost and it cannot be brought back because somebody decided this would be a whole bunch of fun and the thing is like you guys were not even smart because you were probably out here recording it thinking oh i'm gonna get hella views and this is gonna be so funny to watch back in like you know a couple months time and now that's gonna be used to prosecute you and i hope that's used to prosecute no, you to the I, fullest I, in extent fact, of if the they law. need witnesses we've seen it <laughs> we can come and testify no because genuinely our generation in this area Jail we're home. becoming more and more tapped hawks so many of us are becoming so disassociated from real life and detached ob- from real life it's like we become more detached than less connected from human beings in yeah. reality and obsessed with watching obsessed with watching to the point that we are watching in real time in real life and yet disassociating 
just because we want to produce something that's tidy or showy or something that's funny or something that we can submit to world star hip hop or mm. submit to the shade bar mm. or submit to the shade room. And it's mm. like, to what end? To what Probably end? not to the end that Miss Shankwella ended up with. Exactly. This- probably not to the end of you guys being jail and jail time this has brought this whole situation has brought an end to our world star hip-hop there campaign it's over oh, sorry no, we're done here um, you guys obviously took it too far you've, you've taken it far, took it too far um and i think that this is it's the perfect example of the fact that as friends you have a duty of care mm-hmm. not only to the people who can sometimes find themselves as victims but also to protecting bad people from themselves right because oftentimes bad people don't think they're bad there people. we go and there we, we don't go. think they're bad people they were calling each other friends for a reason but it takes wisdom Mm. in all things sisters i beg of you get wisdom it takes wisdom to be able to identify hey you have something very dysfunctional inside of you and someone needs to take a step back and tell you we can't do this in the plotting and the schemings and the planning to kill somebody you're telling me that none of the seven of you thought in your head but that's the thing one of the seven of them probably thought it that this is a dumb idea. This is a dangerous idea. This is wrong. And just nothing. did nothing. And that brings us to a conversation about flipping peer pressure. Because so many of us desire to be liked so much that oh we can't even stick up gosh. for good and oh bad. Oh my gosh. No, no, no. Even online, right? You'll see folks who will have some kind of take or they'll be doing something and it's like the witch hunt against them. But you said absolutely nothing. nothing. The idleness and the the laziness when it comes to upholding codes of conduct morality respect it's like this is why it's so important to mm-hmm. design the culture and design your moral codes this is why the glowing and growing journey is about building character and actually having a belief system from which you operate mm. from because if you don't have a firm belief system you are going to be swayed like the wind mm-hmm. you are going to be obsessed with the opinions of other people you are going to be moved by yeah. the most ridiculous things online but also in person and it means that when the times of testing come yeah you're just going to fold yeah. like a garden chair. Yes. And it's embarrassing because it's like, had anybody, it all it takes is one person one whistleblower. to say, yo, this ain't, this is not cool. And you know how we know that someone had the capacity to at least do the right thing? How did that video surface? Precisely. Because somebody was guilty. And it's also the whole coming back after she had died, after presenting this story of alcohol poisoning, one of them had actually gone to their parents and said, yeah, this is how she this died. this is how she died. Do Here's you like, her belongings. Do you, do you, do you Here are like her belongings. Shame? Do you think you could come back to my parents with this kind of story? But that's, it's, it aids to their whole plan, right? Which is, we're going to kill her and we're going to get away with it. Um, This is becoming a true crime podcast. But (laughs) what is important to kind of highlight from what you said as well is silence. Silence doesn't make you more liked. It allows you to lose more of yourself. Right. Like there's a reason why you're present in these situations, right? to be a light in these situations. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And even if there's this thing in you, which is like, this is not right. As much as you may be thinking about my friends, everyone else is on it. Everyone else is, you know, if I, if I speak out, I'm going to be the odd one out, blah, 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 blah. If justice means you have to lose all of your friends, you still have to pursue justice. There are people who will love you. You can find new friends. All your friends are going to be in jail anyway. You're going to need to find new friends. Jeez. do you want us to be practical or not you're gonna need new friends anyway i mean and is this the company you want to keep because the question is if she can do that to her she will do it to you 110 and this oh. all of them will do it to you and so many of us we want to partake and please people who are allowing bad behavior but trust me if next time it's you with your ass on the line they're not coming to save you either your friends are showing you their character 
They are showing you who they truly are. This time, you're on the safer end of it. Next time, you might not be. Now what? Do you no. do, who find, who sleeps well knowing they actually cannot trust their friends? There we go. There we go. And it, again, it's the conversations around like power and power dynamics that we have within not just female female mm. circles, but just in friendships in general. Right? Having mutual respect, mutual understanding, and mutual codes of conduct as to how to engage with other people. Yeah. Like as soon as there is some kind of like wrongdoing, having the comfort to be able to call out your friend is important yeah. and necessary. And and it feels like in this case, did nobody have any kind of comfort in calling out this um, babe for no, the way that she was she, behaving? The way she beat up um, Shanquilla, she would have beaten them too. It's all seven of them. I wouldn't put it past her. I mean, I hear it, but it's one like... One by one. Not at the same time. A, I mean, not at the same time, one. but still. But it's like, I mean, she would be in jail. Yeah, facts, like, this is facts. But at friends. the same time, I think that's the thing. It's like fear and self-preservation right fear and self-preservation and sometimes you have to put that <laughs> the funny thing is sometimes you have to not give into fear and eschew yeah. self-preservation yes. to preserve yourself in the long long run. run because had we had a couple of them stand up it's like actually having a shanquella might still be, be yeah. with us yeah b it's like safety in, in numbers right safety in numbers B, it means that you know you're actually a true friend like yeah. when we say true friend when we say the word yeah. friend don't use this term lightly when we say the word friend, we really mean somebody that we've chosen to do life, life with. with. You know, they say friends, as you said earlier, friends are the family we've chosen. Yeah. Obviously, there's the choose wisely, yeah. but also be that person that's a good friend. That's the thing. Right? It's like, as, the thing about the book that, you know, we're releasing is not just about picking good friends. It's about being a More good so. friend. Yeah. It's about being a good friend. Yeah. And my I implore you sisters, really inspect. This is not again about you and you just being a boss babe or whatever. It's mm. about are you actually a good person? Yeah. Have you defined what that looks like for you? In your friendships, have you defined what does a good friendship look like? Yeah. What is our code of conduct? How do we deal with things? Yeah. Do we have any kind of understanding or um, desire to really pursue justice when it comes to injustice being flung at yeah. us do we check each other on our behavior when it's going too far what are the extremities as well define those extremities in your relationships because you don't want to be in a situation where it's like you've got particular people who feel like they can run amok in friendship groups run amok in the world not knowing the danger and the harm that they're causing to other people as well as you and you now being part of that you now being a co-laborer yeah. in harm yeah that's not what friendships are for at all friendships are meant to bring out the best in you friends God are supposed to be people that build you Please. friends are meant to be the people that tell you look you're wrong here yeah i need you to stop so that you can yeah. be right later on yeah get yourself together yeah I don't ever want to be in a situation I could not even possibly imagine going to any of my friends parents to try and cover up their deaths Let's take it back a notch, right? I could never imagine having to account for some kind of injustice. We, we see it all the time in like bullying, for example, yeah. where folks will be saying, even in gossiping, like we'll have um, sisters or other friends that will be out here talking about other babes. The first port of action when your friend is misbehaving or trying to cause harm or trying to cause some kind of intentional hurt, you check them. ASAP. ASAP. Even if it makes you feel uncomfortable, even if they're yes. looking at you like, um, who do you think you are? It's yes. better you do it now yes. than for you to allow this kind of rash to continue. That's the thing. And if you don't nip it in the bud and see it as your responsibility to, no one else is going to take up that mantle, right? Ugh. And even if somebody does, you have to then question for yourself, are you more, more preoccupied with 
feathering around people's ears and making right. sure that they're okay and being a yes woman then you are actually standing for justice and actually making sure that people are okay and especially if it means that you know you're being you're viewing bad behavior mm -hmm, right mm -hmm. and i think this is why we need to constantly what you said the root of it is before even having friends you need to desire to be a good person and you need to actually view your friends as a tool and a resource and a help to making that situation mm -hmm, actually mm -hmm. happen not just living a good life but actually being a good person um and a lot of people actually don't have that as their first desire and i think if you can get anything from this podcast realize friendship is so much more than people you can travel with and and the reason why i say this with like uh, sisterhood in particular is women we can get so caught up and so misled by vanity right. mm. so misled mm -hmm, by mm -hmm. let's just go on the holidays let's take those cute pictures mm -hmm. like it reminds me of that episode of that woman who was like you know all my i want i need all my friends to be baddies and blah 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 mm -hmm, and it's like mm -hmm. do not be misled do not be led astray do not be bamboozled <laughs> do not be hoodwinked hoodwinked do not be scammed um and all the associated words friendship is more than just brunches with mimosas mm, on a saturday morning mm -hmm, it's mm -hmm. so much more than people that you can travel with and take cute pictures with it's so much more than people who just claim to be your friend but do not truly seek your well-being your right. safety and also show care towards you friendship is more than just having history with somebody and being raised with them friendship is more than just the person who has been in your life the longest friendship is about the heart and you need to really discern the heart of the people who are around you right. and also not just take an unknowing as being peaceful about a situation if i cannot clearly see that you love me and that you care for me for my own safety, I will not assume that the love is there because I am unsure. I actually need you to be very clear in demonstrating that you love me. And that brings us on to, I guess, the third and final angle of this, which I think from the caveats and context and explanations that we have given mm -hmm. earlier will probably be the shortest one. Right. But the sisters did want to hear it, yeah. which is how do you go about picking the right friends mm -hmm. how important is it to have the right friends mm -hmm. around mm -hmm. you um though that question may have already been answered yeah. by this entire, this situation. entire situation um but also what can you do maybe not to find yourself in such a dire situation because we pray no one finds themselves even close Hallelujah. to Hallelujah. this kind of thing happening again and we need to just have a conversation about setting that culture mm -hmm. um but finding the people who will actually abide by that culture in mm. your life because mm. we'll be damned if this happens in the sisterhood Absolutely. um but also this is exactly why we need true sisterhood uh, i'll come on to that in a second because i was having a really interesting conversation with one of my friends around the importance of community, yeah. even in terms of like crime regulation yeah. <laughs> and um, yeah. ensuring that, you know, violent episodes or just crime in general is actually extremely low when we look at indigenous communities or yeah. um, ethnic communities. Yeah. Um, so we'll come on to that in a second. But in terms of picking good friends and choosing good friends, finding good people, I think the first thing that I can really emphasize is being a good person mm. likeness attracts likeness and i think it can't be understated that when you are the kind of person that has done deep 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 work to facilitate your own healing to be 
a better moral just person or you have some kind of baseline this is not to say that everyone's perception of morality will be the same obviously this is a diverse sisterhood and the folks that are listening into this might not even you know believe in the same spiritual or moral beliefs but some kind of underpinning desire to actually preserve lives Mm. you know baseline stuff Mm. um folks that are actually interested in upholding the law Mm. um having some kind of baseline or some kind of check for how do i gauge whether i'm a good person or not or how how do i um facilitate that uh development in my character such that i can be somebody that's a good person or at least trying to do good in the world i think that cannot be understated so first of all i would say before you start looking outside look within and really understand am i a good person is there things within me that i can do or change to continue to be a better person to be a better sister to manifest good um can i be more consistent in the way that that is shown in the relationships i actually already have so i think there's that element of it the second is really looking at the friendships and the relationships you already have around you i think we can be really quick to kind of be like i'm doing the best that i can i need to go and just find a new set of friends when sometimes it requires like the relationships that you have in order to bring out the best in those relationships you have to tease out the best Mm. in yourself and the best in that other person so don't just give up on your existing friendships but after you've done the work in yourself actually staying and trying to bring out the best in other people and seeing how that can transform those relationships even outside of friendships thinking about relationships with your family for example or other relationships that you have those are great indicators or great ways or great training grounds for you to really manifest the work that you've been putting into yourself as a human being. Mm -hmm. So I definitely recommend doing that. Um, Also having some kind of notion as to what you want your friendships to actually look like is really important. I know that we do vision mapping for so many other relationships and other things that we have in our lives, but really thinking about what do I want for my friends? What do I want for my friendships? What do I want for my relationships? How do I want this relationship to to proceed? And how do I want it to make me feel? Or how do I want to um, support others in, in those friendships? I remember that we did an exercise in Tanzania where we had kind of like a Um, vision mapping exercise of our relationships and we had to write down a list of things that we would like from our friendships as well as a list of things that we were willing to do for friends in other relationships and it was a really great exercise because it really does get you thinking okay cool what are my priorities when it comes to being a good friend and um, being able to find good friends and what most people find is the lists are very similar insofar as many of us are seeking the same things that we're willing to give so again having very a lot of clarity around that and then being able to articulate it to other people as they come along whether it's existing friends or new friends Mm -hmm. um is super super important and then in terms of actually finding practically good friends communities like this um going out into places and spaces where people that have similar interests to you um frequent is super important Mm. and now i can bring in the conversation around creating friendships within communities Mm. i think it's really important as much as it's cool to have you know i've got like my circle of friends and that's it that's my two that's my one person Having friends within community means that it's not just a a binding kind of like relationship between you two, but you actually now have the accountability of a wider community as well. Mm -hmm. Thinking about like, for example, me and Courtney, obviously we're really, really good friends. We're best friends, but we also exist in a community of friends and we have a community of other friends that are able to pour into us, but they're also able to hold us accountable to each other. So making sure that you can 
within um you know seeking and building fruitful friendships and relationships actually having a wider community that can help um inform the culture that you're trying to build as friends is super super important super key and there's actually lots outside of like tms i'm sure that you guys have like friendship groups i know there's so much stigma attached to like friendship groups when it comes to girls or um women but I think it's so, so important to ensure that your friendships are not created in isolation and that there's actually links. Mm -hmm. And it also means that you can do character references too, because in the same way that sometimes when we are, you know, dating folks, the anonymity can actually cause a lot of friction and mm -hmm. tension. And in terms of building a culture, you want to make sure that you have all the information necessary and you also have a legacy there um, when you're making those decisions. So that's what I would say in terms of like picking good friends. Mm -hmm. And then what I would also say is take your time with it as well. Take your time. Judging people's characters and feeling comfortable around people can take some time. And I think that if you're trying to do big things with your friends, mm. such as traveling, for example, or um, doing more substantial things, like I've seen friends that are trying to buy houses together mm. or, you know, even living together and moving in together. Be very intentional about building up those receipts first and having those kind of like small interactions with your friends yeah. before you feel comfortable jumping into the bigger things yeah. that friends tend to do at a more mature stage of that friendship and that relationship. So essentially take your time and allow those friendships and those relationships to mature so that you feel comfortable and have enough receipts to stand on mm. when the conflicts arise, when you have the bigger decisions that you want to make or the bigger goals that you want mm. to achieve together. Yeah, I think also be very protective of the light that's inside of you so if you are going to you know invest in the glowing and growing journey and becoming the best version of yourself you have to understand that both good and bad people are going to be attracted mm -hmm. to that the thing about light that light the thing about beauty is it attracts everything mm. everything um and it now comes down to you filtering through how close you allow everything that comes to you based on knowing that you have something to protect which is your soul and i think think a lot of us don't we are not protective enough of our souls in the sense that we think that the things around us won't impact the integrity the safety um and the beauty of this thing that we have been cultivating that is good character hopefulness for the future um resilience achievements whatever it may be and so take time to realize that just because somebody comes and wants to be your friend doesn't mean you have to be their friend mm. um and there are there is actually safety in having different levels of closeness in your friendship um that don't involve i mean building trust doesn't have to look the same with every single friend that you have and trusting yourself your life your safety in the hands of a friend is something that shouldn't be taken lightly and I like that you said take time to actually build up those receipts but also take people for who they are not necessarily just to you but across the board mm -hmm. and if they are showing you you know a consistently bad or even positive character outside of you is probably a good tell of who they actually are and you have to take people for who they actually are everyone's a work of progress but in that moment they are someone and you've got to take them for that. And you have to be willing to decide, can I take you and your flaws? Your friends aren't going to be perfect, but they should definitely be trying. They should be trying to get better. Mm -hmm. And if they aren't showing you that consistent effort to get better with you and to get better as people, these may not be people who are progressing. These may be people who have decided this is who I am and this is who I'm always going to be. Right. The question now becomes on you. Do you want to journey with those people or not? 
knowing that they won't evolve in the direction that they may need to. Um, And it's also not your responsibility to change people either. I think we get this obsession with, well, my good friendship can help this person change only to the degree to which they are willing to receive, Mm. right? And some people are not open to receiving the love that we give them. They're not open to receiving the advice that we give them. Um, They're not open to receiving the the compassion that we are giving them either and there is only so much you can bring to somebody's door before you realize they're not going to open it right and that's not on us right some people just aren't ready to be in good friendships Mm -hmm. some people just aren't ready to develop in that way because everyone is on their own journey but for your sake you have to be able to moderate your expectations and also moderate the proximity based on what you are actually seeing and if you are going to journey in sisterhood with somebody you need to have not only healthy boundaries but healthy expectations Mm. and you need to also have faith that those expectations can be met by giving them the opportunity to meet them and show you that they are deserving of that title of friend in your life because it's not a light title to carry yeah but sisters come to the end of that conversation (laughs) we hope that um firstly we hope that the family of Shanquila Robinson she's not just a case study she was a real person um and so we just send our condolences our prayers to you as well for comfort Mm. um during this time and for any semblance of peace um as well as just rest just some kind of respite Um, But we are so sorry for your loss. And as a sisterhood, we grieve with you. And um, yeah, our condolences to you. And we pray for justice around the situation. We pray that you get justice. Um, To all of you sisters listening, we love you. And surround yourselves with people who love you even more than we love you. Right. Um, Surround yourselves with people who will care for you and want to see you not only thrive but actually live and live well and live safely find yourself in sisterhoods and in friendships that prioritize your safety um and from the smallest of incidents of gossip to the greatest of incidents of somebody putting hands on you do not tolerate bs do not tolerate a violation of boundaries um have those hard conversations if you need to and make those hard decisions if you need to um but we hope that you continue to thrive in this community. We hope that you find sisters who will protect and love you. Um, but yeah, thank you for sending this episode suggestion through. Hopefully next week's one is a bit more lighthearted. Um, we need to do a season three, Love is Blind, season four, season oh, three, yeah. Love is Blind yeah. review. Maybe well, we'll do that. Go, a little bit of balance. That. Yeah, yeah same. That. I need to finish it. A little bit of balance. But sis, we hope that you have an amazing week. We hope that you enjoyed this episode. If you would like to chime into the conversation, drop a comment down below like it's hot let's dive straight into it any anecdotes that you have any thoughts you have about this situation we would love to hear it let's keep it respectful down there let's keep it honest um but let's keep it full of love okay if you are listening to this podcast episode anywhere else apart from youtube that's all right make sure that you follow the sisterhood on instagram twitter anywhere on social media just type in at to my sisterhood to get plugged in to chime into the conversation but whilst you are still listening to us you can you know rate us five stars or four stars five um 
preference is five so <laughs> please give us those ratings those ratings have been coming in strong as well love so them. please rate us it really does help the podcast to grow but sisters you can also follow us on our own individual glowing and growing journeys come and see the behind the scenes the real real all right follow the lovely lady on my right at renee kapuku on all social media platforms including linkedin and you can follow me as well at cd barting or courtney daniela barting here on youtube absolutely and sisters of course if you haven't already you can sign up to the mailing list legend has it that if you are not on the mailing list you are missing out so 100% the link will be below and also just a reminder that if you are partaking in this month's vision challenge you ought to pre-order that book just a few days left just a few days left to get your vision submission Mm -hmm. in Mm -hmm. and also i mean you get to pre-order the amazing book that we have coming out in march so please please do not delay other than that sisters we hope you enjoyed the episode as courtney stated please 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 share with us your thoughts as well as send some love to shankwella's family as well we'd love to see that in the comments below sisters it has been phenomenal and of course we will see you right here again same time next week yes it's a date (laughs) it's a date Until then, keep glowing and growing. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com